Welcome to another episode of the Strive for 25 podcast, where our team is helping people build their financial freedom. And one of the things we talk a lot about is saving and investing 25% of one's income. And I'm your host, Joel Farrell. And each week we dig into the ways that people are generating more income to be able to save more money and the ways that they are investing that hard-earned dollar. And lastly, the how, how people are making these changes. Because again, we're talking about changes. We're talking about changing behaviors. Let's get into today's content so we can help you on your financial journey towards living a life with the power of choice. And welcome back to another episode. And in today's episode, it's just going to be me solo, and I'll be giving you some updates on the platform and also going to be talking about our own income streams that we've been building um, with this platform. And again, you know, if you've been with us since the beginning of the journey, again, we've broken the wealth equation down into three equations. The savings equation, again, income minus your expenses equals your savings. The investment equation, buy an asset, get a rate of return over time. That becomes your total return. And then the results equation, which is how the heck do we go from where we are today to this higher level of self or this higher level of being that accomplishes the dreams that we have. Uh, so how do we go from point A to point C or D or Z to reach our goals? What we do in our lives to be able to change the way we do things to be able to help us reach our goals. And so again, strive for 25, you know, the 25, we don't talk enough about it. The 25 means, hey, if someone can structure their life in a way to be able to save 25% of your income, a goal of saving 25% of your income, well, you're going to have choices on what to be investing in. And I think, you know, for me personally, you know, doing all these things, investing and working hard, it's all about getting more time back, being able to have control of your time to do the things that you want to do, to do things you love to do and spend more time with the people you want to spend it with. And so it's, it's trade-off. You work hard now to be able to get more time back later. However, just like our, our friend of the show, Marco Shiro, you know, talks about how his father, um, you know, retired. And then a few years later, uh, a few months later, you know, had some medical stuff pop up and his way of life changed. And it's like, Hey, I don't want to be 66 retiring and then having the life that I want. I want to be able to do that sooner. And I think that's, uh, most out there will probably agree with that. I don't want to wait till 65 to retire and then you know, do the things I want to do. I want to be able to do the things I want to do now or, or soon. So it's this weird delicate balance of sacrificing now for later and how long do I have to wait and sacrifice or how much do I have to do now? And that's the, you know, the balance and uh, you know, the, the trade-offs that we have to internally deliberate in our brains of, of how we spend our time. And so as we go on, we're going to talk about some of the things that we're working on and also more about you, the listener. We want you, we want to hear more from you and I'll, I'll share more about what I mean by that. Um, and I, I give you a little bit of a hint on that because, you know, there's a lot of information out there, a lot of free information on YouTube, on Instagram, on websites and all kinds of books. But then there's also, you know, other things that are paid content, you know, online courses or, uh, trainings or seminars and all this stuff. And, you know, I spent money on certain things and certain things have worked out, certain things have not worked out. Um, and so I'll share more about what I mean by hearing more from you, the listener. So um, again, you know, this journey, we started July 12th is really when Strive for 25 actually became something substantive. The YouTube channel, you know, was born earlier than that, but that was just kind of here or there 
videos. But July 12th is when we started posting on Instagram every single day. The podcast started in September and we've been posting two episodes a week until recently. This uh, month, we went down to one episode as in kind of our reallocating and restructuring what we're going to be doing with the platform. And so, you know, you out there, um, maybe you are in your 20s and, you know, have a job that you don't love and looking for some help. Maybe it's a new job. Maybe it's a side hustle. Maybe it's more information and maybe it's inspiration on, you know, how to build a life that you want to live, um, build the, the life of your dreams. Or maybe you have a family and you've, you and your spouse have a job and, you know, you don't love your job, but it pays the bills and it is what it is. And there's not a lot of time in the day because you're spending your time traveling to activities, weeks, weeknights, weekends, and there's just not enough time and looking for some help or looking for something to listen to. Who knows? Or maybe you're 55 years old and you're downsizing and have a job that who knows how long you'll be there at and maybe looking for the next chapter in your life. You know, regardless of where you are in your life, um, one of the things that that we talk about a lot is, you know, when your why is strong enough, the how figures itself out. And so with this platform, you know, we've been sharing examples and stories of people who've done pretty cool stuff, uh, whether it be building a business or investing, um, wh whatever it may be, and sharing these stories and trying to, to kind of show the blueprints and lay the foundations of inspiration and examples of what people are doing because everyday people are doing pretty cool stuff and you don't have to have, you know, the vocals of a Kelly Clarkson or dunk a basketball or whatever to be a CEO of a corporation to be able to live the life of your dreams. The formula is out there. There's lots of formulas out there, but the formula is out there to become a millionaire, become a multimillionaire, become a decamillionaire. It's out there. Now the question is, is, do you, is it the right formula? Do you, are you prepared to do the work that it takes to be able to get there? There's probably a lot of, you know, parts of the equation that we're, that we're not going to spend time on, but at the, end of, at the end of the day, there's lots of information out there. And, and the question becomes how, how do you take the information and, and put it into work? Uh, because if information was all we needed to be happy, successful, we'd all be happy and successful because the information is everywhere. So how do we digest all that and turn it into something? So kind of drilling back down to, you know, what we're working on currently. And maybe you can take something from this. Maybe you, maybe, you know, maybe take something from this uh, down the road in, in, in the episode. Um, but in terms of income streams, you know, I've got a day job. I, you know, working in the mortgage industry and it's tough going and it's tough sledding. And I mean, it is tough. When I say tough, this is the hardest, most challenging time in our industry that I've seen. And I've been in the industry since 2006. And I'm not alone in saying that. And the reason it's hard is because the level of activity, the number of transactions is so low that there just aren't enough transactions out there for you know, being able to sustain a steady income. And so one of the results is you know, I think over 30% of people in our industry did not renew their licenses. And so people have you know, gotten onto the industry already year over year. So, and frankly, you know, we've got, you know, a team, um, myself and my partner, Maxwell, we have a team, um, individually and together, you know, so to speak. And so we've had to lay some people off. And unfortunately, uh, people that are, are good people, there's just not enough transactions out there to be able to, to support, you know, the income, the, the payroll. And so obviously, you know, these, this industry is something that, you know, you ebbs and flows and good times and bad times. And if you can, can be strong enough to get through the, through it and come out the other side, then 
hopefully you come out stronger. And I, I do believe in that wholeheartedly, which is part of the reason why this platform, you know, exists and what its form is, is I knew, I knew going in that what I was doing before wasn't going to be good enough to be, um, you know, where I want to be at the end of the day. So, you know, you know, doing a day job, you know, got a family, we have twin boys that are three and a half and they're, you know, crazy, uh, a lot. Um, and trying to build this platform, you know, it, it takes a lot, it takes a lot of time on, on my end. And some of the days I don't even know, I don't even know when or how or what I'm going to do something. And sometimes I don't, um, do something, but I, I always do one, at least one thing on this kind of going back to the old age, um, uh, old adage of the two minute rule from James Clear's Atomic Habits, you know, building a habit is, is very challenging, but you know, you miss one day early on in the build, the stages of building it, you know, you got to go back to zero if you miss one day, right? Like you, you go two weeks and you miss one day, it takes starting back over to build that habit, to build that muscle memory, the, the, you know, neural connections to make that, that process simpler and easier for you at the end of the day. So, you know, it just doing one action or just two minutes keeps that habit alive. It keeps it going. So that's something that I've had to adopt. And this has been a whole ebb and flow of days and weeks and nights and mornings and trying to keep this platform going because first off, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. This is all foreign to me, all foreign to me. Um, and I'll come back to this in a second, but you know, wh where we are right now, we've got an ebook that's coming soon. We've got the online course that's out there. Um, uh, a few more things coming as well. Um, so we're trying to be able to generate income, you know, uh, online courses, a few sales ebook, not out yet, but we'll be marketing that, um, the podcast, you know, we've had uh, a little bit of subscribership in terms of advertising, um, but not where we want it to be YouTube, you know, not generating revenue. So all these, also the last thing is an Etsy store, um, that I just did it just to be able to know how to do it, you know, print on demand, um, you know, it, it's tied to a Twitter account that I'm using in marketing to build followers. And right now it's an anonymous account. Um, so I'm probably not going to mention much about it in terms of what it is at this point. But all I, I will say is that we've only had one sale, one sale. Uh, if you don't know, don't know what an anonymous account is, uh, I'll share with you one quick example. So um, there's a guy out there. His name is Strip Mall Guy. Uh, that's his name on Twitter. And it's this dude in New York who's probably 42, 43, maybe. Yeah, uh, had a kid a couple of years back and had been in that industry for a long time. And, you know, he started his account uh, anonymously. So he has not shared his name uh, maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, I forget. And he's over 100,000 followers and just gives a ton of amazing content. Good advice, good strategies, just give, 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 give. And he's built up a good, a good following. So that's a little bit of the inspiration behind that. Uh, builds up a following and, um, you know, Etsy store, hopefully sell some t-shirts, uh, clothing stuff on that down the road. So, uh, those are a few of the income streams going, kind of going on, but the, the reason I bring it up, um, kind of the idea of, of don't know what I'm doing is I, I don't know what I'm doing, right? Like I, you know, in the mortgage industry, you know, it's a 24 seven job. Um, I mean, I'm surprised my wife is still with me to be honest. Um, cause it's nonstop, you know, calls, text messages, emails, you never know when it's going to come, you gotta drop what you're doing to do it helping a client put an offer on a property on the numbers, you know, it could be Friday night at 1130 at night, you know, things like that. You just don't, you don't know. So, you know, the quote unquote living under rock, I've lived under rock for probably 15 years, um, being in this industry because it's, it's nonstop. Um, so social media was not something that I was ever good at. Social media is not something I ever had time for. Social media is not something I ever had the desire to spend more time doing. Um, but 
and I'll share kind of how and why um, push me over, over the limit in a second, but you know, social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, some of these things are just not something that I, I ever thought about, you know, really getting into. Um, podcasts never, cro- never crossed my mind. When I say never crossed my mind, like if you said, Hey, you know what? Like, will Joel ever be, you know, um, into Instagram or into social media? No, probably not. Like, I never dreamed of that. You know, I knew what it was and you know, people were doing it, you know, things like that. Podcasts, like did I ever dream of having a podcast? No, because the thought never crossed my mind. It was not a, a yes, I dreamed of it. No, I didn't dream of it. I never dreamt of it. That thought never even crossed my stratosphere of having a podcast. And again, we're at our infancy. You know, we're not where we want to be. We're not where we're going to be in a year or two or five. So we're still learning this. We're still learning the tricks of the trade. Still learning some of the strategies to be able to get in front of, in front of more people. The reason I say that is that like, hey, literally by doing things, by doing something that, okay, I think I, I'm going to do this thing over here and going through the struggles and failures and learnings. And also you go through that work and you do something, a door opens and all of a sudden something pops in your brain. Like, oh, let's do that. But that thought wouldn't have crossed my mind without doing X, Y, Z before that, nor the belief that I can do it never would have crossed my mind without doing the X, Y, Z before that. So like doing the work, and we say this all the time on this channel, doing the work opens up doors that you never could have imagined. And, you know, a podcast, again, never thought I'd ever be doing this. And here I am doing it. I'm not saying that's good. It could be terrible. I don't know. And I don't care because we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep going and learning and trying to get better at it. YouTube, it honestly, is not, is not something that I've spent a lot of time on, uh, unfortunately. And I know it's a, it's a, YouTube is so important because it is really, you know, at the end of the day, its own search engine. It's its own Google search engine, just in a, in a different format. There's videos on everything. But from a capacity standpoint, you know, in my present state, don't have the time to really put enough energy to put content out there, uh, nor, nor the cash or the in, income to, to be able to pay somebody to be able to do something along those lines. So all I've been doing on YouTube is really just, you know, uploading some of the shorts, uh, short forms and just uploading it there. So Instagram, the podcast, YouTube, TikTok is not something that I spend a lot of time on, even though I know it's powerful. You know, we have the online course that's out there. And for somebody, the reason the online course is there is that at the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, we talk about investing. Well, to invest money, you have to have savings. To have save to save money, you have to be able to have enough income that's more than your expenses. And so for many people, you know, there's not much to cut. You know, we talk about cutting and budgets and cutting expenses and things like that. that's the content that's out there is cutting things. And, you know, at the end of the day, not enough content out there. I don't think about increasing income. So, you know, the people that are talking about saving money, they're typically talking about cutting things and there's not enough to cut through. We're living in an environment right now where inflation is so high that for the average person, there's nothing to cut. So the people that are getting ahead are people that are increasing income and creating different income streams in different ways or getting certifications and helping them get a better income on their, on their job. So the online course is there for somebody, hey, you know what, like, I don't know where to go next to be able to show somebody the ways of building a side hustle, walking them through the process of identifying something that fits their skill set and helping build a little bit of a, of a blueprint for a business plan in the kind of that first 30 days of building a habit. And all along the way, again, as we say before, if, if information was all that we needed to be happy and successful, then we'd all be there. You know, information is important, but there's also another component on that that's important as well. And that's, you know, your why, your purpose, you know, other things that go into that. 
and having an ultimate vision and goal and knowing how to use that vision, that goal, that higher level of, of purpose to help push you along those early stages of action where you don't see the results right away, finding those little bitty wins and understanding that most people overlook those wins, those little bitty gains and successes. Most people overlook them and then they go on just like a new year's resolution and then think, okay, I don't see results. And most people stop, you know, you see the gym, uh, after, you know, from, um, new year's, right? Like the first couple of weeks, it's that parking lot is full, but within about four weeks after a month or so that parking lot's back to normal people, you know, stopped, they lose that excitement, they lose energy, they don't see results and they stop. And what they feel to realize, especially if you're you know, not seeing the results is that the results are there. They're there. And you fast forward the clock six months, a year, you're going to see those tangible results, right? If you just keep on going, but those results early on the first week, two weeks, few days, whatever they're there. They're just so small. You can't see by the naked eye. And so most people, they stop. So the online course helps somebody go through the process of kind of breaking things down, building the foundation to understand that, you know, these are the things I want to be able to accomplish. This is how I'm going to do it. This is the why. And then some other, you know, tricks of the trade to help increase the odds of reaching your goal, because that's what it is, right? I mean, life is life, all kinds of distractions and things that come up that can derail you from reaching your goals. It's all about increasing the odds of reaching your goals. There's no guarantees in this life. And, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but you know, if I said, Hey, you got two people that witness the same inspirational, inspirational speech or, you know, presentation or whatever it is. And, you know, if two people have this, you know, kind of energy, this feeling, Hey, you know, what? I want to go to do X, Y, Z. I want to be able to accomplish this goal in the moment. And then one person goes back and they say, Hey, you know what? Like, this is what, what I, I want to accomplish. This is my goal, my vision. These are a couple of the action items I know that I need to be working on uh, right away to help me start to work toward that goal. And I'm going to write this down and I'm going to re review that every single day. Every single day, I'm going to review this stuff. And maybe it ebbs and flows and maybe you change it, but you're reviewing your goals, your, your, your action items every single day. It could be, you know, take five minutes, whatever it is. That person does it every single day for however long. And the other person doesn't do that. And they go about their day and their week and their month and their months. And then they keep going. And well, who is going to have a greater chance or have greater odds of reaching their goal? The person who reviews their vision, their goal, their action times every single day, or the person who doesn't? Well, the answer is pretty simple. The person who reviews it every day, it's going to increase their chances of reaching the goal. Either they're going to keep reviewing it and the goal becomes a reality or they're going to stop reviewing it. Because at the end of the day, we don't, our brains don't like to be lied to. We don't like to be lied to, you know, when you fill your brain with these ideas and these visions and, you know, over a period of time, you don't see results. You don't see tangible results. You're going to stop because we start believing inside of ourselves in our brain that we're lying to ourselves and we don't like to be lied to. So maybe the goal is too big. Maybe it's too outlandish. You know, maybe over time you adjust your goals or or maybe you just stop altogether and go in a different direction, right? But finding these little bitty wins that you otherwise would overlook is so important. And understanding how this stuff works and how it adds up and, and stacks on top of each other. And these are what the people like Tiger Woods is, the Jordans, people like that, the greats, whatever field, you know, whether they put words to it or maybe they just do it automatically, you know, they do these things, right? They, they put a goal out there and they just don't stop to that goal becomes a reality. They don't stop. And 
maybe again, it's a uh, three steps forward, two steps back, three steps forward, 40 steps back, picking yourself up off the ground, dusting yourself off all the doubts, all the fears. What the hell is it worth? Am I, am I really doing this? Like, what the hell am I doing? Like everything inside of me is telling me, no, 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 don't do that. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. But when you strengthen your vision, your why every single day, and you, the way you think about things change, and even you take a week off or a month off, that's still inside you. You've trained your subconscious brain to be able to focus on that vision and goal. And sooner or later, you're going to get back on track. And so that's when we talk about, you know, you know, flipping the, the script and turning the scales over and not looking at this from a passive standpoint, looking at this from an active standpoint, you know, actively looking at these things, actively programming your subconscious brain to be able to reach your goals. All about increasing the odds of reaching your goals. And so that's when I say, why I say, hey, like, podcast probably sucks. I don't know what I'm doing. Instagram, online course, ebook. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't. But I research, I talk to people, I learn. Like my my biggest fear, my biggest fear right now is I don't have enough time to do the things I want to do. Right. Like for me, I, I don't read well. I read, I have to read, read things like five times, ten times, like, you know, like that that part of my brain just does not work well. Right. So I have to do something that muscle memory repetition, I have to do it over and over and over and over to be able to either understand it, figure it out, or do it properly. So like the biggest fear that I have is working on something over and over and over, figuring it out, and it'd be the wrong thing. That, and I just wasted all that time. That's my biggest fear. And, you know, that's part of, of, of my journey right now where it's like, I know I'm going to have failures. I'm going to have struggles. I know I'm going to be probably going down the wrong direction and wasting time. And, and that, that biggest fear is something, you know, it, it is what it is. And that's why I try to be able to surround myself with people that are smarter, better, faster. And sometimes you have to pay for the quick answers instead of researching and spending all this time. Sometimes you have to pay for the easy answer by easy. I mean, the quick answer, what's going to be the most impactful thing that I can do with my time to get to that goal. What's the most useful action items to be doing to reach that goal. And sometimes you have to pay for that answer, unfortunately. And so the reason why I know in a year or two or five, that some of these things are going to be in better positions, not shitty or not as shitty. Uh, on the podcast, on Instagram, on online course, in ebook, and all the other things, is because I know that I'm not going to stop. Just the bottom line, I know that I'm not going to stop, and this kind of goes back to, you know, where this whole started for me. You know, it's 2018. You know, my uh, my sales coach David Linsmeyer with Southwestern Consulting introduced me to a book called The Power of Consistency, and you know, by Weldon Long. And, and first off, I'll say, hey, at the end of the day, every single person is going to look at you know, books or audios or inspiration differently. This is the book that hit me at the right time, right? So this may not be impactful for you and that's okay. But it was for me and it's something that's changed, the, you know, my trajectory. Um, and in Patrick, Bet David, who I mentioned on the, on the show a lot, you know, he used the word paradigm shift, this moment in your life that changes the trajectory of your life, whether it be a struggle or hurdle or whatever, um, that changes things in, a, in either positive or negative way, actually. And so for me, it was, it was that because, you know, in the book, well done long, been in jail three times. You know, his father passes away. He's got a kid that's three years old that he's never met. Essentially, literally nothing going from him. How would this man have hope in life? Knowing that he's still got, at this point in time, I think it was like 1996, 97, I forget what year it was. 
Um, he talks about this kind of paradigm shift for him. Um, when his father passes away, he realizes he doesn't have time and you know, wants to have an impact on his son's life and be in there. I think he had like five years left, still in jail. And started reading, you know, all the greats, the Tony Robbins, the Stephen Coveys, all the people. And then started to realize that, you know, the results that he's had in his life are literally a direct result of your thoughts. Your thoughts then become your emotions and how you feel about things in the moment. And then how you feel, how you, you know, your your emotions affect how you act. And over time, those actions become results, positive or negative. So if you think positively, then those are going to be positive actions and then hopefully have positive results and then vice versa, negative thoughts, negative results. And so when you start to realize that you have control over some of your thoughts, just one thought positively more than the next day pushes you down a path of having a more positive action, more positive result, which then if you add on to that and compound that the next day, having a few more and a few more, and that's where these habits and processes and consistencies come into play, building a habit around this type of stuff, you can start to flip the script and have more results, more successful results. And, you know, by default, when you're thinking about something positive, by default, you're not thinking about something negative. It's a, it's a zeros and ones equation. The more positives, the less negatives, zeros and ones. You can flip the, skip, skip, flip the script and have more positives. You know, it by default means less negatives. And over time that compounds and adds up and adds up and that continues to add up. So when he realized that you have control of that and that your thoughts literally dictate your results, he started having hope, started having, you know, hope that there's purpose and hope that he can, you know, change his life. And, you know, coming down from that competitive background and, you know, playing sports and high school and low D3 baseball, you know, like, first of all, I'll never trade that for life. Like, I love the opportunity to be able to play sports in college, you know, the relationships, the connections, the experiences, the what you learn about yourself. I'll never trade that. And I always encourage anybody to have some type of competitive um, activity. It doesn't matter what it could be playing the clarinet. It could be being in the band. It could be running. It could be, you know, badminton. I don't care what it is. Doing something competitive, I think is important. And so for me, it was like, holy shit. Okay. So if I have control over my thoughts and my thoughts then can dictate my results, then I do have control. And if I work hard on and work hard enough at, maybe I can flip the scales and have you know the results that I want. And so I love to say that that was like this magical moment that all of a sudden, like my life turned around and, you know, I did all these crazy, amazing things. And, you know, here we are five years later and like, I'm not where I want to be. My business is crumbling. Our industry is crumbling. But at the same time, I've had a lot of wins along the way and done some pretty cool things and uh, done some pretty cool things with some pretty amazing people um, at my company, which unfortunately are not here anymore. You know who you are that are out there. Um, but that's how life is. It cha things change. And like, as we've gone through this type of journey, you know, it's up to us to be able to take control. And, and, and if things are not going your way, to be able to take control and, and choose this, you know, go down a course of action to be able to, you know, do things that you want and to be able to make things happen that you want to happen. Um, and, and for example, like last, I think it was maybe May, I came across a video about The Rock. We all know who The Rock is, the actor, the wrestler. And, you know, he had just come off like a record, like the record of alcohol sales uh, for a first time alcohol or for a launch of an alcohol brand. So in the first year, the record in terms of sales and for a launch of an alcohol. And the video that I came across was like talking about how, 
you know, well, maybe this is just me kind of interpreting it, but like, what does the rock know about alcohol? What does the rock know about tequila? What does the rock know about launching a tequila brand? Probably not much. However, he had built this digital brand over a period of time as it evolved from wrestling to acting and to branding. And so he's built this digital brand over a period of time and it's so strong and people follow him and they respect him for different things in different ways and, and whatnot. So that was what was able to help him propel him to be able to have that type of a, of a launch for a, a spirit or a, you know, alcohol tequila brand. And so at that point in my journey, I'm, you know, trying to figure out what the heck am I going to do with this industry? Cause in, in April of last year, I, I knew, I knew that things were not going to go very well in our, in our industry at that point in time. I, I saw the writing on the wall and, you know, in, in May rates went from like five and a half to six and a half. And, you know, June, we had a pretty good closing non number, but like applications coming in in, in June were just like fell off a cliff, fell off a cliff. But in April, I, I knew what was happening. I could tell what was happening as rates in the Fed was fighting to curb inflation. Just, it was just going to go the wrong way. Cause at the end of the day, prices that come up, rates are coming up very fast. You haven't seen that type of rapid incline in, in rates since 1981. So just historic, historic increases in rates. So I knew things were going to be changing. Um, and I knew that, you know, what I was doing before wasn't going to work going forward. And again, what I do personally is against the grain in and of itself, because I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, and I've got, you know, a network of clients in different parts of the country, in the DC, Virginia, Maryland, Carolinas, Florida, Texas, <clears throat> Tennessee, uh, other places. And so most people are in our industry, you know, realtors or lenders are doing things in a local environment, you know, being able to build relationships locally, meeting people face to face, et cetera, et cetera, going to events or open houses or whatever. And just over my, you know, 13 year journey going down this path of kind of working out, out of state. Um, actually, I should say 17 year journey because it started at Citibank, really, you know, going against the grain and building relationships from a thousand miles away, not the norm. And so I knew I'm already going against the grain and um, that what I was doing before isn't going to continue to work. So social media, you know, building content, adding value in other ways is something that I need to be able to do more of. And so that's kind of what spearheaded this kind of journey going down this path and um, building content. Again, still learning things every single day. So ho hopefully you're out there and, 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 and thinking to yourself, you know what, like if this guy can freaking do it, you know, maybe it's something different, you know, maybe your goal, your journey is something, you know, in a different lane. But if I can do this and don't know what the hell I'm doing and just trying to piece it together every single day, hopefully it gives you some, some hope and inspiration and belief that you can do it too. doesn't matter where you are, doesn't matter what skills you have. I mean, I hate to say it, but like taking one step towards your goal every single day, it's enough. It's literally enough because it, you know, maybe you have this XYZ goal. Maybe you only get the Y, but that Y is way more than what you started with. So XYZ, maybe you get the Z and that's it. Maybe you skip an X and a Y and you only get a Z. Okay. But if that's where you are today and that's way more than you did where you were five months ago, that's a win. That's a win. And like, you know, the word reframing is something that I've learned along the way too. It's like Olympic athletes, they get butterflies just like you and me but they've reframed that, that moment in time in their brain. They've retrained their brain to think of that type of uh, biological happening where they're, you know, if you're anxious and you're fearful and doubt, that's a, a freezing mechanism. 
But those Olympic athletes, they've retrained their brain to think of that in a different way. They think, oh, shoot, okay. This is just my body's way of showing, telling me that I'm excited for this race. Well, okay, does that really work? Well, the first time, probably not. The 10th time, maybe not. But the 30th time, the 60th time, it works. That stuff works. You're reframing it in your brain. There's a direct connection between our thoughts and the way our biology and our bodies are that's a fact so for me personally and many others once we start realizing that that type of mechanism that we have control over it crazy things can happen so back to the platform so ebook no sales online course handful of sales so how how am i going to 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 change that dynamic how am i going to change those results um Here's some of the things that that uh, we're working on, and so maybe this helps you. Maybe it gives you some ideas. If if you know you're working on your own, um, you know, income stream or your own platform or whatever, uh, but building a community, you know, when you hear about people having, I launched my ebook, I launched my online course, and had all these sales within a month or two or six or whatever or a week or whatever, you know, they've done all kinds of pre work ahead of time. They've done all the work ahead of time. It's not just launch it, put it on social media, and, and talk about it. All the work that gets done is adding value, adding value. Kind of what I was saying before, adding value over and over and over and over again ahead of time. And then launching your course or your book or whatever. Again, the 80-20 uh, Pareto principle. You know, the idea that, hey, you know, 80% of your results come from 20% of the work. The idea that like from a content creator standpoint, you give, give, give 90%. And that 90% you give, the people that are, in your lane that are your followers that are your tribe they're gonna pay you for that last 10 percent. they're gonna pay you for it kind of going again to the idea of if information was all that we need to be happy successful we'd all be there we'd all be there so taking the information implementing it the free stuff that's out there people are going to gobble it up they're going to use it but at the end of the day there's going to be a large majority that are not going to get to where they want to go they're going to need somebody that expert to help them with that last 10%. And it's, what do I got to do to take this last hurdle? And how do I, how do I figure out how to save myself time? How do I save myself hours of figuring out how to get this last 10% to get the actual result that I want? People will pay for that. So give, 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 give. And at some point, they're going to pay you for that last 10%. So that like, you know, online course, ebook, that's why people pay uh, coaches, right? Like, I've gotten this far on the free content. Like, I just need you to help me get this part to the end, to the finish line. I need you to help me figure this thing out. I need you to help me, you know, find the fast track to get the results that I want. I'm so close. Hurdle, 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 failure, failure, failure. Okay, I got to get this thing figured out. So people will pay money for that last thing, the last 10%. So putting content out there, adding value, giving free resources. You know, one of the things that we haven't done, you know, we, we talk about the stair step method. And that's an example of something that that we're working on to be able to get that that um, that free worksheet out there, um, because it's a tool that I believe in. Um, it's a process that I believe in in terms of building wealth for the everyday person. You buy property, you know. In the example of in the ebook, uh, we talk about you know buying a property for one hundred and fifty, you know, entry level. You know, talking about a story of somebody that's kind of loosely connected to a real version of somebody that came on with a five hundred minute five hundred credit score. No savings, um, you know, 
making about 40 grand a year, nothing to cut, increased income, saved money, got our scores up, bought the first house, lived in it for a couple of years, saved up, bought the next one, turned the old one into rental. So 150 then 250 and 350 and then 450 over a span of about seven or eight years. And you know, now it's, it's a multi-million dollar portfolio as values go up and renters pay your, your balances down on your mortgage, et cetera. So that ebook, um, it's coming, but the actual template is something that we're going to be putting out there. So like what, you know, content creators, what, you know, big, um, you know, social media accounts will do is they'll say, Hey, storyline, you know, the hook and they'll paint the story. Oh, and if you want access to this tool, follow me, comment X, Y, Z, comment, comment, free comment book, whatever. And we'll give you a free copy. So in our example, we'll do some things like that uh, over time and get some more content out there, some more free resources and tools out there. So kind of going back to you as a listener, right? Like um, the free content that's out there, you know, and then you have the people that are paying money for content. So if you made it this far in this episode, um, thank you, first off. Two, what do you need? What do you want uh, help with? Because we're going to be building out some uh, research and let's say that you wanted to be able to, actually, you know what I'm going to do? To give an example, um, the Etsy store, the print on demand. You know, for example, let's say you wanted to do that, right? What are the free resources and YouTube videos and the different guides? What are the things that are out there to help somebody down that go down that journey of building their own store uh, and scaling up, you know, sales and marketing? And what are the free resources to help be able to help somebody towards that goal? So that would be one example of something that we can that we're gonna do, um, and then put that into a format like on our, on our webpage, which that's another thing. The Strive Twenty Five uh, website is officially out there. Uh, so if you have any thoughts or questions, you can check it out there um, with uh, the different tools and podcast episodes. So if you're, if you're out there, what's something that you want help with? And if you want to message us, you can message me directly at Joel at strive for 25. So S T R I V E F O R 25. So Joel at strive for 25. So if you have any questions, any thoughts, any ideas, any Thing you need help with, um, you can message us there easily. Obviously, you can message us on Instagram. Obviously, follow us on Instagram. That's where we're the most active. We want to hear from you on Instagram. We're at 20, uh, 2,400 followers. And my near-term goal on that is to get to 100,000 followers. And I want to say it again. You know, somebody laughed at me. Somebody laughed at me when I used the word 100,000 100, followers at one point in time. I, at that time, it was probably like 180 followers, 200 followers. And this is, you know, in, in late summer last year, somebody laughed at me and they had over 10,000 followers. And, and I'm not saying this to, to, you know, you know, be mean to that person. I'm just saying that's what life, that's how life is, right? You're going to have naysayers, but like at the end of the day, like it's our choice of how I react to that. And because of this journey, this paradigm shift moment that happened in 2018, I've been working and working and failure, working, working, failure and, and working on things and failures and, and just continue to go and work and try to get better. Now I look at that differently. And the company that I work for, Fair, uh, Fairway Mortgage, Steve Jacobson, our CEO, he talks about naysayers all the time. And, and, I, and now 
I understand it better than when I got here in 2017 that, you know what? The best, the greats, they use it as fuel. They use it as, as fuel and you have to understand how to use it as fuel. It doesn't just happen. You have to understand how to, how to use it as fuel. Um, that's for a different story. So that person didn't really mean to offend me and they didn't offend me. It was just fuel. Add on, adding the fuel because I know that I'm not going to stop. She didn't know me that well at that point in time. She didn't know what I was doing. What I was doing is I was going and working and working and not, and, and she didn't know that I'm on this path and this journey of not stopping. Unfortunately, I'm at the point in my life where like, you know, I only have so much energy in the day and also focus like working on something later in the day is going to be less effective than me working on something early in the day. But that doesn't mean that I shouldn't do it. It's just that sometimes the output isn't as efficient as possible. So I understand that too, that sometimes I'm going to be, you know, spending inefficient hours, but I have to do it. I have to do it because I have to get certain work done. And so, you know, I don't care how long it takes. I'm not going to stop till I get there. So 100,000 followers on Instagram is our near-term goal. So if you want to follow us, please do. And if you have any criticism, if you have any feedback, any ideas, any topics that you want to talk about, cool. Love to have any types of um, insights. So if there's a journey, a goal, a topic that you want to talk about, message us. We want to hear about it. Uh, so that way we can come back on some of these podcast episodes or on other platforms and be able to, to talk about some of these things and be more interactive and be able to share some things uh, as well. And, you know, a couple other things too, you know, that I'm working on. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and put this out there because um, I might as well, because maybe you know somebody that fits this mold. You know, the St. Louis Blues in 2019 won the Stanley Cup and they were in last place in December. The only thing they changed was the coach. They didn't change any personnel, major, anything major in personnel. How do you go from last place to first place and win it all? How the heck does that happen? I mean, you didn't change your players. So something else had to have happened, you know, internally in the team where you, it's work different, practice different. But a lot of it probably had to do with mindset, belief differences, believing in your teammates, believing in a higher purpose, a higher goal, and having those effects happen um, that actually happen to affect the outcomes and the results. And so, you know, one of my first memories in sports growing up was um, the 1990 uh, Bills and Giants Super Bowl. That was my very, very first memory was when the Giants kicker missed the kick in the Super Bowl. Um, the next one after that is probably remembering the 1991 Minnesota North Stars, who were the eighth place team. They beat the Blackhawks, who were the number one team, and they went on to the finals and lost to the Penguins. Um, so that was a team that, that did something that nobody else believed. The Boston Red Sox of 04 um, came back against the Yankees 3-0, which had never done before at that time. 3-0 down, and they came back and won the series and then ended up winning uh, the World Series against my Cardinals, unfortunately. Um, so that still hurts. Um, and then you've got the uh, 2011 uh, Dallas Mavericks, who were down 2-0 against the almighty trio uh, LeBron James Heat. You know, they had an aging point guard. So they came back and, and won the series, which nobody believed in them. Uh, the 07 Giants beat the undefeated Patriots, you know, that Randy Moss team with like, you know, Tom Brady having 50 touchdowns and scoring, whatever, all that stuff. So you have these series of teams who have no business winning a championship or, get, or getting that far to the finals that had basically beat all the, the naysayers, all the debtors and done amazing things. How do those teams do that? So 
one of the series that I'm working on for this podcast is trying to get in touch with all a couple of players from each of those teams and getting them on the podcast over a period of time and talking about those experiences and how they did it, why they did it, you know, storylines and how some of those things have also, also translated to other things in their life, whether it be family and business and whatever else after their careers. So um, that's something that I've got a couple dominoes already in process. And so I got to gotta keep working on that and get it all um, done. And then uh, we'll have something tangible to talk about. But crazy belief, crazy belief that that's out there. Who, who the hell am I to be talking to professional baseball players or fo- uh, football players or hockey players or whatever? I'm passionate about it. You may not be. It doesn't matter. It's a belief that I had recently and decided to put the work in towards it. And it's a thought that I never, ever, ever in my wildest dreams would have ever had until recently because I've done XYZ work and that work has opened up doors to open up opportunities and also opportunities to believe, to actually believe that it's possible. And now, you know, we're going to have to just make it happen and keep working on it. So um, I'm going to cut this episode uh, at this point. Again, I just really, you know, for this far in this episode, there may be one person, there may be 10 people. I don't care. But if you're out there and if you've gotten this far, please message us. If you've got any ideas or content ideas um, or feedback, again, you can do that at Joel. Uh, so email joel at strive for and then the number 25.com. So joel at strive for 25.com or on Instagram. And uh, let's keep it moving. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strive for 25 podcast. If you're ready to jumpstart your financial journey and take it to the next level, you may want to join our 30-day habit challenge, which you can find on our website, strivefor25.com, strive, F-O-R, the number 25.com. You can also follow us on YouTube and Instagram by searching strive for the number 25. And if you have any questions, and want to reach out to us, you can also connect with us on our website. Thank you so much.